So, just a quick summary of what we've been up to so far. We've said that uh, hypnosis is a wonderful adjunct to any therapy because what hypnosis uh, offers is an experience. And when we have an experience, it stays with us, it's part of us, and uh, uh, so then it, uh, it becomes a built-in solution, not having to go through the sidetrack of understanding. And uh, we've looked at hypnosis as an experience uh, which involves focus and absorption that is mutually agreed as hypnosis. So there doesn't need to be any anything weird about it. After Erickson, we can we can look at hypnosis as an extension of what he called the common everyday trance, where we look out of the window and daydream, where we get absorbed in watching a movie, reading a book, and so on. Nothing weird, just um, an extension of something that's very normal and very uh, commonplace, part of our everyday life, actually. And if anyone's interested, all you need to do is look at someone uh, in a train or a tram or in a car waiting in traffic lights or watching television, and there you go. You'll see those signs of uh, that, uh, an indication of the common everyday trance, and so on. we think of hypnosis as an extension of that. And we, we also had an opportunity to look at what I'm calling likes. When someone likes to do something, they're resourced, they, they've got what they need to deal with anything along the way. Um, there's a temporary hiccup, it's not so much a problem, it's just something to deal with. So likes are a spectacular area to look with a client for a resourceful state and so for finding resources. And uh, then if we ask someone what they like to do and then invite them to imagine, to remember, to pretend that they are doing that, reading a book, walking in the bush or whatever it is they like, that is a, an experience which they like and are familiar with, nothing weird, and we can ask them to start to focus on some part of that, to get absorbed in, in that to an increased degree. So we have all of the ingredients uh, that we're calling a, a hypnotic experience. If we then comment on the physiological changes that can predictably happen, change in the blinking, alteration in breathing, usually a relative stillness, well not in kids, kids keep moving, but adults normally uh, don't move too much. Often the facial muscles smooth out. And there are other changes that we can look for to ratify that there's something happening and by speaking about them, that helps to enhance the experience for each individual client. And then when we ask the question, what's missing for someone? Instead of trying to find out what's wrong and needs fixing, if we can identify what's missing, what they're looking for, what they want, what they're out of touch with, then we know what we're looking for in the therapy, in the hypnosis, and that gives a sense of direction. And if we know what's missing for each individual client, uh, we know what they're looking for, what we're looking for with them, and it turns out that if we get into the likes, we can predictably find whatever it is that's missing in the situation that has a big problem, and so we have the potential to uh, allow a client in their own way to discover their own 
resource that they've got that they've got out of touch with. When we do that, that sometimes is enough for a client to say, oh, okay, I, I got it. I've, I'm, that's what I was looking for. I've got it. And they're off and running. Uh, some people need a little bit of help to make that connection and, and for us to invite them to see how they can connect the experience that they are having in their lives that they want, that they weren't having in their problem, which is why it was a problem. And just by exploring that with them, we can find a way of connecting. The bringing the experience of the resource in their lives, bringing that to the area, to the experience, to the event that they're having that's causing the problem, and so allows the problem to dissolve. And uh, in the last uh, experience here, we, we explored the way talking about an early learning in the area that someone likes, it helps to transform the connection from a, the movement from a problem to a solution, from connecting a client uh, with the solution that they've got in their life, helping to connect that. So in the problem area, talking about an early learning helps to smooth the way, helps to bridge the gap, helps to translate Oh, this is how it is, that's where I've got to go. It translates it into a process. And like any learning, learning comes and goes, it's here and then it's gone and we've got it and then we lose it and so on for a time until we eventually learn it. So that's a really quick uh, summary of what we've been exploring so far. And my invitation is in your own learning to play with this. See which parts of this are useful to you, relevant to you that you can uh, take into your work, that you can make your own variation on, that you can leave out, that you can alter, that you can do whatever is useful for you. So there's more to follow, but I wanted to give you a summary of what we've been up to so far and invite you to play with